Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever time this finds you listening to Con Café. Bienvenidos. Welcome. I'm Pastor Dali Valverde. We're looking at Paul's first letter to the Corinth Church, otherwise known as 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 12 to 20, in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. This is an important lesson, always has been. This chapter has always been very powerful because in it, Paul is making the case for our faith as Christian believers in Christ Jesus, whom we believe and affirm and trust that he rose from the dead. And so now we're looking at the devotional called Jesus, First Fruits of the Resurrected. And I pray it bring a blessing to you or to someone you know. And I pray that it helps strengthen your faith and deepen your walk with Jesus Christ. Because of the man who wrote it, man, he had the story and he shared that story and he lived and died in that faith because of the power of having had a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ. Some years after his death and resurrection, and Paul became an eyewitness of the risen Christ. So hear now the word of God as we hear it from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We begin with verse 20, the word of God. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ Jesus have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, We are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have died. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, happy Tuesday, Concafe family. Be a blessing to the unblessed today, dear friend. I heard that baby Hudson has moved to Houston for care there. I was thinking he had been moved some weeks ago, but it just happened in the last few days, and so far no change. Now, friends, listen, we call on the Lord Almighty to rain down grace upon that baby boy and to bring him to full health in the name of Jesus, who's with me. Join me in praying for that precious blessing, for that precious baby. And as always, dear friends, pray for one another, pray for your needs, pray for the world. 8th day of February, year of our Lord, 2022. Asking that this Tuesday be a blessing to you, be a blessing to others, and that more importantly, you be a blessing to the unblessed. Pray for one another, pray for your needs, pray for the world. This passage reminded me that there's always at least one, and I've been that one at times. Maybe you have as well. You sit in a lecture or a class, you take notes, And you find yourself not quite either understanding or accepting of the material. And you also have them in church, maybe sitting right next to you or driving home in the car with you 
or maybe sitting behind you, or maybe it's that last person who always comes in late, chooses his or her spot on the last row. The sermon is preached, and it's on life after death, and that one person doesn't quite buy it. And she tells her best friend, and he agrees. The idea of living on just doesn't make sense. How could that be scientifically possible? When you die, you die. Have you heard that before? Or have you thought that before? It's not a sin to do that. But such was the problem with Pastor Paul and his church or his congregation in Corinth. Now, uh, a couple of years ago, Nellie and I and a nice group from our church were there in Corinth. We saw it, saw the ruins there of that once beautiful city. And it was interesting to see just the kind of influences all around that congregation. It was a very scientific place. It was there that Paul wrote about the body having many members and, and uh, everyone was important to being part of the body and equated that with the body of Christ. And we saw the, the labs, as it were, the places where bodies in clay had been put together and, and it's easy for people to think more scientifically and re reason scientifically and, and come up with something like that that became a problem for Paul and the church in Corinth. His main message. And now a group of believers, and I put that in quote, were questioning the resurrection of Jesus and the resurrection of everyone else who had died. Paul's message had been very plain. We believe in the risen Christ. And so he states very plainly, if we can't believe in the resurrection of the dead, then we can't believe that Jesus was himself raised from the dead. And that makes our message a vain message. And then our faith has been in vain as well. And Paul stresses that even makes the entire faith look bad because the faith has been in vain. Friends, the resurrection of Jesus is the foundation of the church. And further, it is the foundation of those whose loved ones have died and that they are still alive in Jesus and in heaven with them. That's our faith. That's what I believe. And I pray, dear listener, that's what you believe as well. Now, friends, it's normal to have doubts. It's not sinful. But doubt should only be a, a rest stop on our journey of faith, not the final destination. For our faith as that, or as well as that of the Apostle Paul, speaks of a life beyond life in Christ Jesus. Remember Acts chapter 9, Paul related the face-to-face -face encounter with the resurrected Jesus, and he found in him the faith and the power he needed to live out his life's mission as the world's first evangelist. Now we stand on the faith that says that there is life beyond death. We affirm every Sunday, and even every time we think of any of the creeds of the church, that Jesus rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God. Paul himself could not wait to die. He knew he loved his life, and he loved the work to which he had been called. But he said, to live as Christ and to die as gain, meaning that he longed to be with Jesus. That encounter with Jesus made Paul fall in love with his Savior. But while alive, it meant 
more opportunities for him to share Jesus and Jesus's message. And when he died, it would gain the life where he would live eternally with Jesus. Where do you stand, dear one? I can't help but think, you know, what, what an encounter. I mean, this guy went from being, in our opinion, a very evil man wanting to put to death anyone who believed in Jesus to being the one who preached Jesus and spoke of the life, the eternal life that he found in Jesus. Those precious moments that he spent with the resurrected Christ changed his life forever, as it can you and me, if we seek Jesus for ourselves. It became that driving force that one day I will die and I will once again be in the presence of Jesus. Now that is a hard statement because we have loved ones we don't want to say goodbye to anytime soon. We enjoy our lives and we, you know, we know that life is not perfect and there come some bumps and, and other things and, and friends, he, he, the encounter that Paul had made him look beyond that. Even he knew what was coming. He knew the kind of death he was to endure. And yet, and yet, he said yes to Jesus and to God. And with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit with him, Paul was able to do great and wondrous things. And when that day came, that he did find himself about to die, he was able to do that with faith. Let's pray. Loving author of life, grant to us the faith of Paul. As we journey through the peaks and valleys of life, <clears throat> lift us when we need and guide us to stronger faith. Bless those who mourn during these days, and there are several we know. Loved ones have died unexpectedly or because of COVID or because of diseases. Bless them, Father. Comfort them and help them to be lifted up in the faith that says that those who die in the Lord, those that die in you, never truly die. Whatever our need is, Father, we lift it up. And Father, this listener listener and I, all these readers agree that in the name of Jesus, you reign upon baby Hudson, the healing that he so desperately needs. We pray for his mommy and daddy. We pray for his grandparents. And we pray, Father, that a miracle happen in baby Hudson. That's our prayer. That's our faith. And Lord, we lift this prayer up, not by anything we've done. We have nothing. We have no merits. But it's in Christ Jesus that we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you so much for listening. I pray you receive a blessing by having been in this devotional. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's your challenge. Bless those who need to hear about your faith in Jesus today. You can do it. God will give you the words. In fact, God will send you the right person if you just ask. Lord, send me the person that needs to hear about my faith in Jesus. And then give me the word so I can bless them. Receive my blessings of joy and faith. I'm Pastor Radio Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And please know of the love and appreciation I have for you. And may the Lord richly, richly and wonderfully bless you today. Amen.